Rosie's Bar podcast. We're a bar in Hell's Kitchen and it's Halloween and we're Ooh. having a spooky party. Spooky, scary skeletons. <laughs> I mean, Daredevil's pretty spooky, right, guys? He's dressed as a devil. It's kind of spooky. It's kind of spooky. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, those voices you just heard is, uh, well, I'm Claire, and that was my co-host, Vix, and our returning special guest, it's Emma! Woo! Thank you for coming along for this spookiest of Daredevil issues. Of course, yes. <laughs> is there anything spookier than giant robots and radiation Flat. poisoning? <laughs> He's a plastisoid, thank you very much. Oh, yeah. He's, yeah, uh, yeah, a plast- plastisoid? <laughs> So we are discussing issue 51 <gasps> of Daredevil. Mm-hmm. It's called Run Murdoch Run. Run Murdoch uh, Run. Um, but before we get into it, uh, it's a spooky, spooky Halloween party. So what is everyone drinking? What are your spooky beverages? Uh, Vix, you can go first. I am drinking a pumpkin spice hot chocolate obs in a coffin shaped mug. <laughs> and I am wearing a Halloween t shirt and Halloween socks and Halloween underwear. Amazing. And I have got a pair of cat ears on. Amazing. Because it's Halloween 24 7 in this Ooh. house. I am drinking a pumpkin pie, um, like pumpkin pie spice milk hot milk out of a mug that has a black cat on it because i thought that was seasonal and i'm wearing halloween socks and a witch's hat are you telling me that you are not drinking not on this hallowed day you're not drinking cherry pepsi well until they release a a pumpkin flavored pepsi no no they're no, not on this hallowed day it has to be spicy and warm today down today's date listeners historical i'll be back to it next week don't worry uh emma what are you drinking i'm drinking the spookiest of drinks i'm drinking orange juice um <laughs> And I'm wearing an orange shirt and black pants and a wizard hat. Nice. Yay! Oh, these are kind of spooky. <laughs> they sort of look like tiny pumpkins. Yeah, yeah, yeah. exactly. Yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> awesome. Well, guys, this... Uh, also, I have to apologise to our listeners because I have allergies. So if I sound a little bit gross, I apologise. But it's Halloween, so yay grossness, I guess. I am the true monster. Uh, so this <laughs> issue was released April the 10th, 1969, according to Marvel Unlimited, which I thought was weird because usually they release them on the first, but fair enough. Mm. So uh, April 10th, 1969. It was written not by Stan Lee. <gasps> it was written by Roy Thomas. Wow. Yeah. So we'll have to discuss whether we think mm-hmm. you can tell that it's not Stanley in this issue. <laughs> um, the penciler was Barry Windsor Smith. Um, I think he's actually credited as Windsor Smith. Oh, no, he's still credited as Barry Smith uh, in this issue. Uh, better known as Barry Windsor Smith. Uh, and the cover artist was Barry Windsor Smith and... John Romita. Ooh. Quite a big deal. Yeah. Very exciting. Um, Also, we have uh, the inking is done by George Klein and Artie Simek does the lettering. And Stan Lee edited it. Mm -hmm. So So I have two things to say right off the bat. Yes, go, go, go. My first is that because I have looked at the, the... on record release dates for these issues and i've often wondered if they just write the first because they don't know they don't know maybe so they just said it was this month and we'll just put the first i don't know for sure i that's That's just a theory i have so i would love if anyone listening does does know um and also this is one of my favorite daredevil covers of all time i love this cover it's a very (laughs) cool cover well, yeah. I'll just read the synopsis and then we will talk about the cover because, yeah, it's a, it's a cool cover. So this issue, it says, Matt, reading from his battle against Saxon's robot, starts hallucinating and blacking out. 
Who better to exploit this weak this weakness than Star Saxon himself? Daredevil has pulled the plug on Saxon's finest creation, and now he will feel the robot maker's wrath. Dun, dun, so, dun. Dun, dun, dun. so yes, uh, tell us what you love about this cover, Emma. Um, so the cover, if anyone hasn't seen it, is a view high above a city street. Matt in civvies is balancing on a rope that is fraying. And yeah. it's overlaid by this image of Daredevil looking frightened. Um, and it's uh, obviously this isn't a scene that's actually in the issue. But first of all, I love images of Matt doing Daredevil things in civvies. Yeah. I find that really fun. Um, and it's a great depiction of the conflicts, kind of symbolizing the conflicts that are in the issue of Matt being in civvies. You know, for a significant chunk of the issue, um, the secret identity problems, the um, slight feeling of things being out of control yeah. and of of him facing something that that he can't just punch as Daredevil. So I feel like this cover does a great job of covering all of that while also just being a really cool image on its own. Mm. Yeah, I love this cover as well. Definitely. Definitely a different way that Daredevil's drawn in this issue by Barry Smith. Mm. I think, yeah. like I was saying to Vix earlier, he's kind of got a bit more of a baby face. I don't know if you agree, like when he's dead, yeah. like the eyes are kind of bigger. Um, yeah, you're right. You know, um, which it doesn't mean I don't like it. I, I still like the way he's drawn. Uh, yeah, but we will, there's some interesting panels in this issue we shall discuss. Yes. There's, there's some interesting panels where whoever drew them is blatantly uh, taking some sort of acid or hallucinogen. <laughs> Because um, it's just yeah, <laughs> it's, it's this mad. Is awesome I love it. panels. I really yeah. like this first splash page where this giant. We're like looking up at the robot from I don't know under his from his belly button. I don't know if he ha- if a robot has a belly button, and he's like leaping forward with his arms. Yeah. I really like this page. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's very very yeah, uh, the, the... dynamic. Yeah, and the, the caption box is great, too. Yeah. The, you made a mistake, Biggie Benson. It's, it's just the, <laughs> the second person, the, the drama. It's it's, it's it's a great, yeah, I love it. <laughs> yeah, it's really cool. It's, uh, yeah, so Biggie Benson's getting attacked by the robot. What did we call the robot last week? I can't remember. I thought we gave them a uh, name. Do we? I can't remember I don't now. Know. I, Who knows? Yeah. Uh, and... Um, and Biggie's desperately trying to wake Daredevil up. He's like, you got to save me. Ah. Uh, it's like, it's like, de- like dead baby Matt. Like fluffy. <laughs> Matt. It's and fluffy, the robot is like massive at this point. Uh, but not as massive as he'll get later. <clears throat> yeah. And we find out that he, his plastic form was created to absorb bullets. Obviously. So he's like, like a putty man. I guess. Yeah. Yeah, kind of. Yeah, so we get a mention in this issue of not only Steve Rogers, well, as Captain America, but also of Tony Stark. Fix. Oh, no. Were you happy? I did. I did a very. I did a big squeal. <laughs> <laughs> My baby. Oh, I love Tony so much. Were you happy to see Tony Stark's stunulator in this scene? I. Who doesn't love a stunulator? <laughs> Come on. It's, Although, a... it's, it's only meant for human rioters, mind. Yeah, you don't want to so. shoot at a, a a plastic robot because who knows what but, will happen. But I guess <laughs> I guess we'll find out. <laughs> so they, the police are planning to blast the robot to bits. Uh, they open fire with the stunulator. Force rays of shocking, searing intensity strike the body of the mammoth plastoid. And I like this that it says for the first time. The robot uh, uh, has the sensation of pain. Yeah, I was I like, that's kind of that. cool. I love that panel. Yeah, yeah, it's kind of kind of a pre-vision type of idea. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, I love that. Color it's... palette just stands out from the rest of the comic. I love that panel. Yeah, <laughs> it's really cool. And he's a bit of a, a little liar. I think his little robot pants might be on fire, because. <laughs> Last issue, he said that he could go up to, like... Well, first of all, he said that he could go up to power level 10. 
Then he said, oh, no, no, I can go up to power level 50. But now he's like, oh, no, I can get even bigger than this. And it's like, well, hang on a sec. <laughs> it's evolving. I, I guess. Because he grows he's even just, bigger. Maybe he's feeding off the energy of the stonulator. Well, the police were fools. Maybe it's like when um, Tony gets hit by uh, Thor's hammer in Avengers. And his like his suit suddenly charges up to like four hundred percent. Oh yeah, maybe. Mm. He's like, I'm going to level, I'm over nine thousand. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Uh, so Biggie Benson uh decides to run away during this distraction, and like this robot is so big now, it's so big that the floor collapses underneath it. It weighs like a hundred tons, and manages to fall down through the prison catwalk. And I guess squish Biggie Benson. Oh, Pancake Biggie Benson. R.I.P. B.B. You were a crap villain anyway. You were a crap villain, yeah. And you could just see his little sad hand poking out of the rubble. That's, right. <laughs> so that, that's for Willy. Yeah. <laughs> yes. Don't mess with Willy. Yeah. Uh, and with this, the robot is like, well, I've done the task I was created to perform. My mission's complete. I'm, now I'm dead, you think. Last of out, bitches. Yeah, Peace. it's just like, I'm outski. turns itself off. So meanwhile, Dr. Roberts, which just made me laugh every time because I just thought of the Beatles song, Dr. Roberts, um, <laughs> is examining Daredevil, little baby-faced Daredevil. And he's like, it's amazing, your flesh wound is healing most rapidly. Now, Emma, tell us about this, about Matt having super-duper-duper healing powers. So, he doesn't, though. No, <laughs> he doesn't, exactly. Um, I mean, so there's, um, later on with the um, Frank Miller retcon introducing Stick um, and the hand in the chaste and the various kind of supernatural powers that trainees from those organizations have, there's some playing around with the concept of um, kind of like a very basic form of what Iron Fist can do, which is yeah. um, essentially Reiki. It's it's energy healing that Matt is able to meditate and through meditation heal slightly faster than he would otherwise. But that's not we're not even close to being anywhere near that that uh, nope. that point yet in the comic. Um, so. But also, how quickly yeah. is this is this wound healing right. for the doctor to comment on it? Like, is this like Wolverine healing? Right. Yeah. Well, I wonder to notice. So... It's really strange. Or is it? Yeah. Strange? I, I wonder if it's an implication <laughs> of the the red that the radiation poisoning we find out about later is somehow speeding up, making this wound we, uh, weirdly. Yeah, it's, if, it if, if, if that's the cause of it, but yeah, it's not clear at all. Yeah, it's very strange. Because a lot of, I mean, maybe this is something that the writer, because he's not the usual writer, just put in and didn't think about, you know? Maybe, yeah. It's just all all superheroes heal quickly because they're superheroes. Because they're superheroes. Yeah. (laughs) So he's doing he's doing a blood (laughs) test on Daredevil, and Daredevil's like, right, I got to go because I lost my girl, my best friend. Almost my life because I had to try playing the superstar one last time, and it's like, no, you lost them because you were a dick, Matt. Like I've got to go because I've got to go and be sad boy emo somewhere else. Yeah. Yeah. So he's like, no, I've got to go. I'm not going to wait for my blood test. So bye. (laughs) Off I go. Let me put on my very baggy gloves, and I'm out of here. Uh, Meanwhile, a inspector has come in and wants to talk to Daredevil. And then in a hospital, just stands and smokes in front of him. I was like, I don't think you could smoke in a hospital, dude. <laughs> I think you could in the 60s. It's the 60s, man. Yeah. yeah, you could smoke anywhere. It's true. Uh, so he basically says, I need to tell you about this robot. So somehow the guards at the prison have managed to like make this, like like dig this robot out of the rubble. And make him stand upright. It's Halloween decoration. <laughs> <laughs> You've got a new statue. Yeah. 
It looks like Matt is holding his hand, too. I know, it's so yeah. cute. He's so tiny. It's like, aww. <laughs> looks like the robot's taking his small child to school. It's... <laughs> aww. So... I don't, I don't like this, this new Inspector Man. Oh, why? There's some... It, I'm I'm suspicious of him because he's drawn surprisingly well for uh, what would be assumed to be like a one-off character. Mm. There is more to this man. Oh well, really, you should be suspicious of the Doctor because he has a tiny moustache. Well, yeah. and he's he's got like the growing temples as well. Yeah. But yeah, I'm there's something there's something afoot with this. Blonde Adonis Inspector Man. Oh, okay. We'll have to. We will have to see. Mm. Uh, so the inspector asks Daredevil if they can start dismantling the robot, and Daredevil says, "No, I love him because he's holding my hand. <laughs> he's my only friend in the world now." <laughs> uh, and he was like, "No, it's you know the whole place can go up. Like, yeah, I agree. Like, get get a." the expert to look at this you know what i mean like reed richards or something like yeah or tony Stark. like don't just go dis dismantling this thing you don't know what it is what i find quite weird about this bit yeah. though is that he said he's like oh you know i can't tell them about my like radar senses because and it's like but why not you're dressed as a superhero yeah you're daredevil yeah and like everyone knows you know you don't have to tell them, oh, actually, I'm blind and I see by radar senses. They'll just be like, he could just say, oh, my, my, like, super secret radar senses tell me that. And they'd be like, okay. Yeah, just say I've got really good senses, including my sight, by the way. <laughs> it's like everyone's watched, like, Reed Richards be all like weird and bendy and long and everything yeah and and you know there's like iron man who's like a flying robot and it like dude radar sense is not the weirdest thing new york has ever seen no so i i felt i thought that really stood out to me that he was kind of like well i can't tell them that you know it's like but they don't know that you're matt murdoch so they don't know that you're blind and you're dressed like a superhero yeah so you just be like i have this like super sense whatever yeah, I I tend to um I tend to interpret that as a symptom of just how secretive and kind of paranoid Matt is yeah. at this point about his secret identity that he doesn't want to share anything even if it's irrational for him to to hide so much. When I mean, act, he, like he could get away with so much being dressed yeah. as a superhero, like yeah, really. it's with the whole you know nobody needs to know that he's blind. Right. But no one's going to bat an eyelid about him. You know, for God's sake, he swings around using right. like his billy clubs, and people see him do that. Like no one's going to bat an eyelid that he's got radar sensors, and he right. could, that, that's one thing that he could actually be truthful about. He doesn't yeah. need to tell. He doesn't need to tell them that he's blind. But it's one thing about him, whether he's blind or dead, or that he could actually tell people. Yeah. We well, doesn't and even have to say it's radar like... sense, just like, no, I've got like... a feeling about this. Like, people might go, oh, well, that's a bit weird, but, you know, but it's, he's, he's it's... a superhero, so. Yeah, in a city full of superheroes yeah, and supervillains. Yeah. So it's like, it's really not the weirdest thing. Yeah. Yeah. And and like you said, that is a symptom of him being so secretive that actually the one thing that he could tell people that's actually the truth, and they won't bet an eyelid, he feels like he's got to keep to himself yeah yeah he's a he's a secretive one he is we, which we cover <laughs> we sort of get to a little bit later but we'll yeah we'll get yeah. to that so meanwhile star saxon who to me in this issue is drawn looking a bit like david bowie um, yeah <laughs> is driving along in a car and he's really angry because daredevil destroyed his robot he blames him too which is not really true um daredevil didn't really do much at all like the robot powered itself off because he killed he was he was like floppy pancake matt for most of that yeah bless. but then i guess star saxon doesn't like that does he yeah so he wants to get revenge on matt or daredevil 
And then he remembers that he has a tracer in the robot. <gasps> Uh, he's very, like, he's very expression, uh, he's got a lot of expression in his hands, I've noticed, Star Saxon. Mm, he's that's like, that's when he's thinking, he's got his fingers in his mouth, and then later on, he's like, he's always, like, moving his hands. Yeah. There's, yeah. There's, a, there's a weird bit later on where he's, like, reclining in, like, an armchair or something, and yeah. his hands just look really weird. Yeah. He's gone, like, full-on goblin king. His eyebrows are on point, though. <laughs> <laughs> I, I'm actually like I actually really like this character. Well, I, I like I'm him not, better than I like the way he was drawn a few issues ago when he, he looked like he was a character from The Purge. That's true. Yeah, like I I prefer the way he's drawn here. It's very it's almost kind of like androgynous and it's different to how yeah. we've had the villains before, you know. Yeah, he's very distinctive looking. Yeah. You remember him, yeah. But just the fact that he doesn't, like, he doesn't cover his face. And he's, like, wearing, basically, a suit. Yeah, that too, yeah. He's just hanging out, yeah. It does have, like, a, like a supervillain collar, though. But, yeah, I'm I'm actually, like, I actually quite like Star Saxon. I think he's pretty cool. <laughs> and I love this car he has. Yeah. All, so the, all the gadgets. And, yeah. yeah really very cool. cool. So he realises that if he can get hold of the tracer, he can detonate his robot from a safe distance. So I'm like, so why are you angry at Daredevil for destroying your robot when you want to destroy your robot? But it's because he wants to blow it up and kill Daredevil. Mm. So I think he's just mad that he got foiled. He's, yeah. he's, he's the, damn it, <laughs> my plan didn't work as I intended it. Now yeah. I have to blow up my robot. Yeah. And that happens. Bye, robot. So, meanwhile, Daredevil's trying to... He's battling with the fact that he he feels like the robot's going to blow up, but he can't say why, because he can't say because of his radar sense. Um, but they do actually believe, believe him. He tells them to have the area cleared, and the inspector does believe him. Eventually. Eventually, yeah. Uh, and this is... I want to say a, a little bit about this this iteration of the radar sense uh-huh. um so this is is this the first time we see uh barry windsor smith draw the concentric circles i i, I think can't so. remember if they were in the previous I issue i don't um, think they were in the previous one yeah yeah um so it's this it's really interesting and um because he seems to be getting um kind of an x-ray mm. view of the robot which is not generally how the radar sense works yeah um but and there's this kind of fuzziness at, at the robot's waist that seems to be implied to be the the destruct mechanism. Yeah, mm-hmm. which is really interesting. Out. Yeah, yeah. You, you can almost interpret that as being, and this wouldn't be radar, but Matt hearing kind of extra electrical activity there that maybe is letting him figure out that that's what that is. It's, 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 it's. it's it sounds it's really like it because he says that something it. tells him that time's running out. So it's almost like yeah. he can hear a timer or, you know, he can hear something yeah. like that. I think you're right. Yeah. It's really neat. It's more related to his hearing than radar sense. Mm. Yeah. Yeah. Um, though also, I mean, we're still at that really early point where um, they just would use, have him use the radar as a default yeah. for most of his senses anyway. Yeah. yeah. So that could be part of part of that. It's more visually interesting to draw the radar than to say, aha, I hear yeah. electricity. So that I might be... I can hear it. <laughs> yeah. You can't really draw that visually well. Yeah. Yeah. So Star Saxon's creeping around and he finds uh, Daredevil's apartment, which is where the tracer is. And the apartment's been destroyed. Um, he finds the tracer... Uh, there's all stuff lying around in Matt's apartment. The the walls are green, the floor is yellow, the window's blue, the steps <laughs> are orange. It's like, okay, he's got a pink couch. Um, this is a wild apartment. So Star Sax is like, haha, I found it. Um, and then Matt, meanwhile, Matt can hear that it's about to uh, blow up the robot. And fires his billy club, which goes thunk on the robot's chest and manages to dislodge something in the robot. So basically it stops it exploding. Yeah, it's interesting that that, that happens off panel. 
Yeah, you don't see it. I'm implying that, yeah. I just imagine it goes thunk on the robot's chest. And interesting that, like, everything that has been thrown at this robot up to this point hasn't (laughs) dislodged anything. Yeah. Um, But now that they need it to dislodge the timing mechanism on its self-destruct, it's suddenly, like, the Billy Club. You just needed a Mm -hmm. Billy Club to do it. Yeah, that's a bit of specialist equipment. Yeah, it's actually got... Like in the cane, like cane watch, bonus cane watch. In the mini club, it's got specialist robot um, deactivating technology. Yeah. There we go. There you go. And Star Saxon is very annoyed um, and he stands and he's shaking his fist at the sky. (laughs) (laughs) He knows that it was Daredevil that did it. He can feel it in every fibre of his being. And then there's a speech bubble coming out of his butt, which is funny. The way it's drawn, he's got his legs really wide to make room for that speech bubble at the bottom, but then it looks like it's coming out of his butt. So I enjoyed this a lot. Talking out of his arse. (laughs) And then I love this panel where he he finds the photo of Karen that we keep joking about, because it's like his hands are like, aha! What's this? I love his hands where they're drawn. It's great. Yeah. He's like, oh, and then he also finds, I guess, Matt's uh, framed law degree. Yeah. Um, that has his I name love, on it. I love the way his face is reflected yeah. in in the, in the glass. That's a very mm. cool choice. Yeah. Yeah. I like. I love. I like. I really like the way this issue is drawn. And then he just <laughs> snoops around and in the wardrobe he finds Daredevil costume and is like, yeah. oh right, okay. <laughs> I love this. Daredevil's a Daredevil's terrible at this. I found this right away. <laughs> yeah. And yeah, I like that so, again. He's... he's thinking and he's got his hands in his, in his like on his mouth. And then the he's next such... panel is the one that Vix you mentioned, where he's, he's lying on the, the couch. The weird like yeah. weird hand thing. Like yeah, really, it unsettled me a little bit. <laughs> yeah. They do look like kind of little little. I don't know, bird hair. But they're not, they're, they're like huge. Claws. When you look at the size of his head yeah. and then the size of his hands, they're enormous. Yeah. Yeah. They're like weird, like claw hands. Yeah. It's very strange. I like it though, because it's just, I don't know. I like that um, in this issue, Dave, the way he's drawn makes him look ever so slightly unhinged. Yeah. Like, He's Absolutely. not like completely batshit like they did with the the, the jester's face. And yeah. Looks like completely mad, but there's just something about the way he's drawn that is it just makes you feel very slightly uncomfortable about him. Yeah. Like he's like Mel Gibson. Well, I, I feel very uncomfortable. <laughs> Only because I mean Mel Gibson back before the troubles, he's one of those actors that I would see him in stuff being interviewed, and I'd be like. There's just something slightly off about in the eyes. Do you know what I mean? Like, like mm. And that was because he just he was fighting to keep his like homophobic anti-Semitism to yeah, himself. Yeah, yeah. But this was before uh, everyone knew that about him. There's just yeah. something but, yeah. off. But, yeah, Star I, Saxon I just... is the the Mel Gibson of Dead Elf. Because I really like this character. <laughs> <laughs> spoiled it for me uh but yeah i just i just like that the way he's drawn is that he's not completely bonkers there's just a hint of like unhingedness about him and i really like that yeah yeah and we touched on this a little bit but i love how visually memorable he is without actually wearing a costume yeah Mm. that's unusual his face is much more memorable than like the purple man or like some other villains that don't wear masks you know yeah because they usually got quite extravagant outfits yeah. if they look like they're not wearing masks but he's just like wearing i think it's almost like a white turtleneck yeah almost. are you gonna then... cosplay as this guy i might do you know yeah. oh yeah you should yeah but yeah i just yeah i just i i re- I, I enjoy star saxon nice it's pretty cool so Daredevil, so uh, Star Saxon is bugging um, Matt's apartment, so he'll know when to strike. And Matt is swinging home, and he says he's got a bit of a headache. And then he goes to 
swing across a gap and he misses and he's like literally falling off a skyscraper grabs a a flagpole uh or a uh, uh, yeah a flag and then kind of plummets and lands on the ground and it's like ow yeah that would have hurt yeah so we know yeah i love the way motion sorry go ahead no 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 go 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 I would just say I, I love the the depiction of motion here, the the um, the blurred panels, um, yeah. and the use of color to show the impact. Yeah, it's really good. Just the little like kind of white bit around his sort of head. Yeah. It looks like he breaks his neck. Yeah. Yeah. You know? yeah. So it's a good job he's got those super healing powers. Right. <laughs> <laughs> so he goes in his apartment. Is like, okay, so my my apartment's destroyed. Like, I don't know how he's going to, you know, get away with this. Like, because he's... So he's meeting up with Karen later. So, and to be honest with her, but I don't know. I just... how How is he going to explain that his apartment has been destroyed? Male fragility. I don't know. <laughs> you can't really go, yeah. oh, it got burgled. They smashed their way through the wall. No, he, he had a tantrum. <laughs> Oh. You could just go, oh, it's Doctor Doom. Oh yeah, true. I mean, you could, yeah. Like, I love, it's... I love what he says that his apartment, his apartment must look how he feels. <laughs> yeah, that's great. <laughs> I love the panel where he throws away his Daredevil costume, <laughs> <laughs> like he flings it like across the world. <laughs> I love it because it looks like. I just like to imagine that he he didn't even take it off. He just kind of fired it off of his body. (laughs) (laughs) It just really makes me smile. Be gone. Be gone. Be gone. And we get a panel of his face. And once again, his eyes are blacked out. Mm -hmm. Blacker than my soul. He looks like the Sandman. Um, It's It's like they don't know what's how to draw blind people so it's just like we'll, we'll just leave it as a void yeah 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 it's, so it's that you can strange. all look into the abyss we will have to we've only seen his eyes once so we'll have to keep an keep an eye out <laughs> as to how they they do this throughout the issues uh and then he sits on the sofa and he kind of feels a bit sorry for himself um and he's he's really like yeah, he's really have he he's really struggling. He's with having his a identity. Yeah. yeah, yeah. I love I love the um his posture when he's sitting. That he he you can you can just feel how anguished he is because he's yeah. all curled up and he's holding himself and it's it's um the anatomy is a little awkward but it gets the yeah. point across really well. Yeah. Yeah, he's kind of he's curled up. He's also, he's sweaty in all of these panels. Yeah. I just love. I, I feel like his skin tone is slightly off. Like he looks a bit flush. Yeah. Like there's a bit like... more red in the skin. I don't know if that's like a thing on purpose, but I don't know. I like just just to how like he you know because it's Matt he's got to be just that little bit extra. He's having his like you know kitchen floor reset, topless. Yeah. But still wearing the bottom half of the Daredevil costume. <laughs> yeah. Like, it's like, oh. But like, I'd I'd like to know where his nipples are. Oh, I yeah. There's, the there's another the another picture where we see him. I wrote, I love you, Matt, but where are your nipples? Yeah. <laughs> like his, it's like the whole time he's topless. Like it's like, dude, where are your nipples? Yeah. Are they attached to the inside of the suit? Yes. Oh no, they came off. <laughs> Oh no! That's oh. how tight. That's how like tight and sweaty the outfit is. It just oh. yeah. Oh no! This is horrible. <laughs> so he decides to phone Karen. Karen. Oh, sorry. Really, really quick. Um, okay. One other thing. Um, because this, I think, this is an indication of the the change in writer. Um, uh, is another thing about this moment where he's just kind of sitting alone on the couch. If this were Stan Lee, we probably would have had at least one thought bubble there, explaining oh, yeah. how he feels. Yeah, mm. that's true. And we don't have that here. It's it's more implied, and we get to um, it's it's a little more nuanced. Yeah. The, the yeah, depiction. you're right. Yeah, no, I I think you're right. There's something definitely darker about this issue. Oh yeah. 
mm-hmm. than previous season, like very much so. Um, and I don't, I mean, that's obviously something to do with it not being Stan writing yeah. this. It's it's mm-hmm. not all like unicorns and rainbows in the superhero world. Do you prefer it, Vic? Uh, well, I do like a bit of, you know, darkness. <laughs> um, so yeah, I do actually like it. It's um, it's it feels. This is going to sound like horrifically patronising, uh, but I don't mean to be. It feels a lot more grown up as yeah. a comic this issue mm-hmm. than it has been. Um, and it's really starting to get into like the whole like who Matt is as yeah. a person. Yeah. So, because we haven't really seen, he's had a few like tantrums before, hasn't he? And a few kind of like a couple of panels where he's been like, oh, my life is just so awful and ugh. But then he like perks right up and he'll come out with like a one liner while he's fighting or something. But like he's, he's like in a dark place in this issue. And I, I am enjoying that for him. Steve <laughs> 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 serves it. You'd like to see him suffer. I do, I do like to see him suffer. Um, so yeah, it's it's quite interesting. Like just with the change of writer, like it's gone to quite a dark place. This issue, which I'm enjoying, good because I'm dead inside. <laughs> so he he phones up Karen, whose hair has grown three sizes, and she lies to him and says that she has a cold, but actually she's been crying. Of course she has. So when she I said I have a cold, crying. I have allergies, guys. It's actually because I'm sitting here crying. Are you crying over a boy? No. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Never. Yeah, yeah. yeah, like Karen. I don't think Karen stopped crying for like the last couple of issues. To be fair. No, I don't. But yeah. I don't. I don't, but I don't blame her because Matt has been absolutely vile. Yeah. And he immediately wants to meet up with her. We've got, and he says we've got things like futures to discuss. And again, it's Matt being a bit impulsive because he's clearly not feeling 100%. Mm-hmm. His apartment is an absolute wreck. Like, just, just like, just calm down, Matt. Just put on just the brakes. Give it a day or so. Absolutely <laughs> not. Yeah. Have, like, a cup of warm milk and a nap. Like, Karen is not going to fix you and it's actually really out of order for you to think that. And he's immediately like, you know, I want to tell you my secret identity. And it's like, Matt, just calm down. <laughs> your, your secret identity that you're not actually going to be anymore because you don't want to. So what's the point? And then we get one of my favourite panels, which is yes. Matt with his arms in the air saying, she loves me. And this was where I was like, Matt, where are your nipples? Yeah. <laughs> There's some weird anatomy going on on Matt's torso as well. Yeah, it, it uh, is a kids' comic. Maybe they're not an actual I don't know. Maybe. I remember the scandal when uh, Pocahontas came out, and there's uh, nipples in that, and people were like, oh! like men's nipples. The the shock. I remember. <laughs> I remember the scandal about the nipples on George Clooney's bat suit. Oh yes. Oh well, yeah. <laughs> the bat nipples. Oh. Scandalous. Scandalous. <laughs> So Matt phones Foggy and is like, hey, it's, hey, it's Matt. And Foggy's like, yeah, I know you screwed me over and you're a terrible friend, but it was my fault as much as yours. Hey, we're BFFs again. I love this. I love it. It's the kind of like Matt sort of like, well, now I've decided to put Daredevil to bed. I yeah. need to make amends in my like non-superhero life. So he's just like, and in true Matt fashion, he's like, I'm just going to do it all at once. Yeah. Even yeah. though I feel like shit and there's clearly something wrong with me. Yeah. Um, I'm just going to go for it. I'm going to do it all at once, get it all, all done and dusted in one go. Here's a question. Mm. Uh, when Matt decides to walk away in his green suit, why is he doing like a little monkey walk? I don't, yeah, like it's very straight. It's like he's doing a little jig or something. He's ha- yeah, he's happy. He looks like he's, he's, he's walking like a chimpanzee. He's, he's happy, happy and woozy. He's, he's, he's happy, but he can't walk quite... Yeah, so he's, he's walking like he's walking like he shit his pants. To be honest, Which, this again is why, is why you should go and have a lie down, have a cup of warm milk, and just like call Karen in the morning. 
yeah like just it's it's all good they'll still be there in the, or will they still be there in the morning yeah because he's like super dizzy he's like wobbling all over the place his hair's a mess he's like clearly not well and it's like he's matt. just an absolute shambles he really but is. then this is matt and that's how he functions so <laughs> yeah this is very in character it's yeah. wonderful and I love this might be I had a really hard time picking a favorite panel in this issue, Me but too. this is definitely up there. This one uh, be, the, with um, the different uh, views of Matt yeah. uh, in different colors, mm. because it's like he's jumping from one mood to the next where he's happy and then he feels a little sick and then he's happy and then he's over here. And it's, it's just a very frenetic panel that that feels um so if something is clearly wrong yeah it mm. feels kind of like almost like time is jumping around a little bit yeah. in an unnatural way um it's it's a little disorienting um and so yeah i love how that depicts matt's moods that's um kind of not quite healthy moods right mood jumps right now mm. yeah definitely something is very off with him uh star saxon tries to help Matt across the street or offers to and then tells him I know you're daredevil and he's like but I'm not <laughs> I'm just I'm just a blind lawyer it's I'm just a sweaty blind man um, <laughs> so, Star Saxon's like bruv bruv come on come on yeah <laughs> and, and it's so, great because sorry I just yeah, yeah, because Matt he's he's in this this extremely extremely vulnerable weakened state yeah and then Star Saxon comes up to him and then vanishes. And it's just, again, I'm going to, I, I love this issue a lot. And yeah. this is just a great scene showing just how kind of frightening the situation is. That Matt is not in a position to deal with this and suddenly he's being threatened. And he's just, he just seems, he's just so helpless in this situation. Yeah, um, his his radar yeah, sense isn't working. Yeah, um, he's he's about to collapse, and yeah, you know, Star Saxon can just be there and do anything, and there's nothing Matt could do. We get that panel where Matt is sort of standing there, his ties like askew and stuff, and and he's saying Daredevil, he he's gone. But the way they've written Daredevil, it's like trailing off. Yeah, like he's just he's very weak, and like you said, yeah, yeah. very vulnerable, and just doesn't know what's what's happening. Like his words got stuck in the snap. <gasps> oh no! <laughs> There's a guy standing uh, near him who uh, looks like Dick Tracy because he's wearing a yellow fedora and a yellow. Yeah. Oh, yeah. And I liked that. It made me think of Dick Tracy. Uh, I like the panel that's pink, where yeah. Matt is trying to use his radar sense. Yes. Mm. Really it's cool. Not, it's not happening. Love that panel. Yeah. Uh, yeah, completely unusual way to show the radar sense yeah it works I've never seen it like that well. before yeah, yeah I'd like to see it like that more often yeah and it looks and like because it's, it's pink get... it looks like his head is throbbing yeah mm. yeah that too and the fact that you do get the sense because the circle it doesn't fill the whole panel so you yeah. do get the sense that he's trying to detect things and it's not working yeah it's just just a brilliant brilliant depiction of that uh, and this is where we see Captain America. We see a, a poster for the benefit performance of Captain yeah. America. So I'm guessing that's the one that was from a few issues ago that Matt turned yeah. up to because that was the benefit performance. So that's cool. Continuity, yeah. Yeah. I love that. <laughs> and, um, and then Matt realises that Star Saxon knows that he's Daredevil and there's nothing that Matt Murdock can do about it. But what about Daredevil? And we get this like sickly green colouring on Matt's face mm. with the sweat, and he, he just looks so off. It's great. Yeah, and then that little sliver where he's purple and he's he's uh, pinching his nose. Yeah. Um, he's just he's dizzy and he's just he's all messed up. Great. Straight up, just not having a good time. Is yeah. he? <laughs> what do you think of the page, the next page, where he's talking about? He sees, or yeah. through it all, he sees the face, the face of Matt Murdock's most bitter foe, most deadly enemy, the man called Star Saxon. Yeah. And then he says, Saxon is there, but there is another as well. I see him now, I see his features congealing before me. Who is it? Who? It's Daredevil. We get this kind of Rorschach. Like, yeah, it, yeah. Do you know what? It actually like took me a moment to work out that they're Daredevil heads. 
Yeah. I was yeah. like, what, what am I supposed to be looking at here? What is... I don't... Yeah, so it took me a little while. But yeah, it's like there's the occasional panel in this issue that just completely takes you by surprise because it's so different yeah. to yeah. everything that we've seen. And it just really does really well to go towards the the feeling that Matt is just not well. He's yeah. not having a good time at all. Um, yeah. And some of the faces, some of the faces in those panels are just like really... Like Star Sax's one in this panel is like yeah. twisted and horrifying. It, yeah, just horrible with the, like really weird teeth. Yeah, his yes. teeth. Yeah, I love how far uh, Barry Windsor Smith pushes this abstractness to, yeah. to get across that just sick feeling of Matt's brain just not working properly. Yeah. Great. But he's still going to his date. Like, <laughs> even though he's like, he knows that his, it, like, his hearing's playing up, his radar sense is playing up. Like, Matt, what are you doing? <laughs> and Karen sees him and rushes over and kisses his face. And I was like, ugh, clammy kiss. <laughs> she also says, uh, we'll talk each other's arms off inside. I don't think that's the right term. Yeah, I don't think that's the term. I, maybe no. that's what Matt heard, and it's meant to be we're hearing her words through his oh. his befuddled brain. I like that. Yeah. I like that. I'm going to go with that. That's a good <laughs> uh, so um, she's talking to him, and then Matt's kind of, like talking as well and there's a guy in the background at a table who's wearing an eye patch and waving at the audience <laughs> who is this guy is that Nick, I think it's like, like... <laughs> Nick is that you I know <laughs> like he's waving at the audience right he's like hey guys is it... and then he oh, looks wait. like dum dum Dugan sitting opposite him is it is it is it Deadpool oh. is it Wade breaking the fourth wall <laughs> maybe <laughs> I was just like who is this person yeah, you're right. That does look like Dum Dum Dugan. Yeah. I wonder if that is that. That's really funny. Yeah. <laughs> I, so I don't know if it's that. meant to be like Nick Fury and Dum Dum Dugan, and then like I don't know who is the woman, but I don't, yeah, it's very strange. Yeah, that's, yeah his. Uh, I'm blanking on his girlfriend's. It, it could be Peggy. I don't well, know. Yeah. Yeah, but yeah, I just very I just cool. feel like they they're like, hey, there's like a whole lot yeah. of comic going on in the background. I know. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, and Matt looks like he's about to throw up. <laughs> She's like, you seem so pale, so faint. And he's like, no. <laughs> and I love, again, I love this panel. It's really hard to pick a favourite panel. I love this one where his face yeah. is purple and he's got yeah. these like lights in his eye. He looks like really scary. Mm, and yeah. these little like green things floating around and he thinks, he's like, he's him. And he thinks he senses Star Saxon, and he just looks off. He looks like a zombie. Yeah. It's great. I love it. Really great, yeah. So Matt imagines that Star Saxon's just standing there saying nothing. Slams his hand on a glass and cuts his hand open. Well, he says he cuts it. We don't see any blood or anything. And Karen's Karen's drawn very strangely in this issue. Like, her face is all squished. Um, but actually it's the waiter wearing a purple outfit and then Matt decides to run away <laughs> and Karen's just sort of standing there going I swear to god why do I yeah. even bother why do I bother? like why do I bother like every single time <laughs> yeah this is I mean you should have <laughs> delayed Matt you should have delayed have and a Karen should have just carried on living her best life yeah without without any of them and got it. together with deb yes, <laughs> yes. so this Karen's is so upset. mad though oh it's so mad it's i love it i love i do feel yeah. really bad for matt in this issue like i'm like my boy yeah oh. yeah and it's it's great just rereading this i was reminded of so many later issues oh yeah where he I mean, he, for different reasons, but he acts the exact same way. It's really cool yeah. to see that this early, to, yeah. the issues that will be called back to later. The issues have definitely, like, the, the the style of the story and the characters, I think particularly the characterization of Matt has taken a turn in the last ten issues. 
Yeah. And I really, it's really great because it's like, it's been a long time coming. So I'm yeah. happy. Uh, so Karen's upset. Star Saxon appears and he's like, hey, I'm I'm Matt's BFF. Uh, <laughs> Although, like, you must, he's probably mentioned me and she's like, uh, no. Nope. <laughs> and then he says, come, come, my dear, and bring Matt's cane. So Matt's run off without his cane. He's done a, a Matt in the show and just lobbed his cane aside. <laughs> my favourite thing from the Netflix show is the amount of times Matt throws his cane away. It's just yeah. delightful. <laughs> Uh, and then in the next panel, it's like a, a drawing of Daredevil but in pink. Yeah. And the, the, he has very strange proportions. Like, one leg is really huge, even though it's meant to be nearer. But, like, one wrist is really teeny tiny. It's really odd. Yeah. Well, I think, I mean, my the sense I get is that it is supposed to be distorted a little bit. Because, yeah. Because, like, everything in this issue, it's just another symptom of, of Matt's Yeah, because it's sort of Matt's messed up. Yeah, imagining the image of Daredevil or something. Uh, He's running down this alleyway and starts to collapse um, and is tormented by Star Saxon. And we get another really terrifying panel with (laughs) Star Saxon's weird little face at the bottom. You know what he looks like? He looks like the little rock monsters out of Return to Us. Yes. You know the ones I mean? Yes. That's what he looks like, like a little claymation rock monster. But I love this panel. You've got Sweaty Matt at the top turning into Daredevil, turning into Star Saxon. Yeah. Um, meanwhile, Dr. Roberts is uh, is up late because he needs to see the results of Daredevil's blood test. And he's got a sinister hunch about it. He doesn't know why. And... The, the, the guy leaning over the desk is, is this is a very strangely drawn panel as well yeah the intern he looks like he's giant and he's like leaning over like like a pretzel yeah he's all twisted yeah, yeah. it's weird so dr roberts reads the results and immediately freaks out and says if he isn't found at once and treated he'll die and immediately this guy's running off in the distance like i'll find him <laughs> uh Everyone runs to find him and we see the results of the blood test, which says blood test reveals presence of radioactive particles in bloodstream. Injection may cause violent reaction. Immediate antidote essential. Contact patient immediately. So what do you think is going on here, Vix? Um, well, he's he's clearly been injected with something or has something in his system. Is it something in the tracker? Maybe, maybe did like the the robot because he runs on like pheromones, doesn't he? Maybe like when he was in the prison cell, he was too close and has been blasted with like so many pheromones <laughs> that he's gone nuclear reactive. Well, he did react <laughs> to some um, radioactive uh, radioactive material a few issues ago, didn't he? Do you remember? Yeah. Yeah. Well, and also, I mean, that's how he, like, well, actually, no, it was toxic waste, wasn't it? It wasn't nuclear that um, made him blind. Mm-hmm. Um, what do you think, Emma? Um. So, yeah, I was trying to, I mean, I've, um, I was trying to remember, um, but I think it, yeah, it does, it has something to do with um, an injury he sustained I think I was trying to, and I didn't go back and read, but I, I, I thought, I think it was, it's an injury he sustained while fighting the robot. Yeah. Um, didn't, has, didn't he get something like in his face or something? He got like something like blew up in his face or something that had, I can't remember. I'm going to have to go back and read. I don't know. I can't remember mm-hmm. either, but we'd have to, um, yeah, it's, they kind of, set up this sort of sensitivity to radioactive material a few issues ago where he was he kind of had a strange reaction to it as well so yeah. I feel yeah. like it's it's kind of following on from that not directly like as in it's the same thing but it's definitely something they wanted to expand upon but it's yeah. um it's quite scary like at the end he's just lying in this alley and he's just says he you know wants to sleep as though he'll never wake up yeah. Not the last time he'll 
be asleep in an alley. <laughs> no. No. Um, and that is the end of the issue. <laughs> so, what are our toots and our boots? Um, Vix, you can go first. Ooh. Um, I am going to toot Star Saxon. <laughs> uh, just because his understated super villainy uh, look um, is exquisite. And I like that about him. He's just like, yeah, I don't need any, you know, fancy outfit. I don't need to wear a mask because I'm Star Saxon. Like, I mean, with a name like that, he was either going to be a supervillain or a stripper. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> so no shade to strippers at all. We are um, we support and nurture sex workers in this house. Yeah. Um, but yeah, it's, it's quite a stripper. It's quite a stripper name. Um, and I'm gonna give like Karen a little a little toot with her little red outfit. Her cosplay. Hair, yeah, her hair was massive. Yeah. Uh, in this issue. Um, so yeah, those are my toots. My boots. I didn't like Matt's really thin tie. <laughs> like I really like his green suit. Yeah. I liked that a lot because it's something a little bit different for him foggy's usually the one that wears the green suit yeah um but i didn't that tie it just looked like he tied a little bit of string around his neck like a shoelace yeah i didn't like it at all oh mm. uh, emma what about you uh yeah so i'm going to toot matt's green suit um i like when he wears colored suits it's fun yeah mm. um and i think i'm going to boot Karen's big hair. <laughs> not a fan of that. I know it was the style at the time, but I'm yeah. not. I'm not really into that. I feel like well, it was the style of Karen in the very early issues, and then her hair got better, and it's like gone back. She's got. Yeah. She's gone back yeah, you're to right. the kind of like beehive. Yeah. Yeah, it's look. expanded again. Yeah. Mm. But then you know some frizzies on her hair. Maybe she was kind of like, oh my god, like Matt's called me up and he wants to go to the dinner and stuff. I need to look fancy. I've got to backcomb the shit out of my hair. Um, okay, and I I'm gonna sort of do a mixture. I'm gonna I'm gonna toot Matt's green suit because I like it as well, and I'm also going to do a mild toot for Star Saxon's outfit because I do like it, and I'm gonna boot um, Karen's hair, but I was also gonna boot Matt's nippleless chest. Yeah, yeah. Because it's very off-putting. <laughs> It's not his fault. We all love that his nipples got caught in his suit. We also love and support men's nipples in this house. We do, yes, we love men's nipples. But yeah, it just was like, oh, like I just, I found it very strange. Um, so that's our boots and our toots. But what is our panel of the week? God, there's so many. So many. Oh in this man, I, I'm gonna go with the one where he's yelling. She loves me with his arms in the air <laughs> and his n- lack of nipples. Just because, I don't know, I just I just liked it. It made me smile. Yeah. What about you, Emma? Um, yeah, I, I this, <laughs> this is a really difficult choice. I think just kind of arbitrarily, because it's the biggest, I'm going to go with the, the page that's black and white and has the 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 spots that yeah. um, form the daredevil faces and then the really twisted star saxon face down at the bottom it's it's so bizarre and 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 wonderful and it's <laughs> um i love it yeah definitely okay i mean there's so many in this i was like i just need to say the first one that came to mind right exactly so yeah just pick one. yeah uh vix what about you I'm gonna go for like I really liked the black and white like one pager that was really cool. Yeah. But I think I'm gonna go for uh, the the robot going pain. Oh, um, with the little Kirby crackle. Because yeah, because it just looked really cool and like the color that like because there was basically like only three colors in that particular panel like yeah. the gold and then the pinky purple and the black and it was just yeah. yeah. Oh, <laughs> poor robot. Mm-hmm. Um, at least he didn't get blown up in the end, so that's all good. 
It's true. Yeah. So now we have... He's still standing there, isn't he? He's still standing better than he ever did. Um, yeah. So now we have to decide what to do with this issue. Now, if we thought it was the greatest thing ever, we could uh, put it in the vault on a velvet cushion forever and ever. If we thought it was utter nippleless trash, we can throw it out the window into the alley next door. And if we thought, ah, it's all right, we'll just toss it under the bar and we'll use the piles of comics as chairs for our 100th issue oh, uh, episode. So what do we think, guys? I'm uh, going to say vault. in the vault. Yes, in the mm. vault. Emma, what do you think? Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, I think I said um, in the last episode that this issue feels this issue I think should have been the 50th issue because it yeah. feels a lot more like a landmark issue yeah um and yeah I just I love it it's extremely distinct I mean it's a it's a two-parter but yeah it's just so different and expressive and does such interesting things with Matt's character um yeah definitely in the vault yeah and the artwork is exquisite mostly in this yeah. issue yeah yeah I would say Okay, it's going in the vault. <gasps> Woohoo! Now, now it's time for everyone's favourite Halloween tradition. <laughs> so much that it's a weekly tradition around these parts. <laughs> it's the segment known as Vix Predicts. Write the theme tune, sing the theme tune. I'm very excited, Vix. Are you? Yes. Okay. Because uh, I'm gonna I'm gonna tell you the title first, okay. and then you can say what you think, and then I'll give you a little a little hint. Mm. So next issue is called The Night of the Panther. <gasps> is it Black Panther? Well, what do a... you think? What is your is Vix a... predicts? Is he a thing yet in the Marvel Universe? Well. I don't know. Oh, my God. If it's T'Challa, I will literally wee my pants. <laughs> like, what do you think he'd be doing, though? Like, I don't know, just, like, hanging out in New York because, you know, he's he's royalty. Um, and then it's just like, I need to go and check out this guy who I've heard called Daredevil. And then... Maybe he finds Matt in the alley and he's like, dude, you don't look good yeah. at all. It's not going to be T'Challa, is it, at all? It's going <laughs> to be... Oh, bless you. Well, <laughs> would you like to know? But what do you think is going to happen with Daredevil in the next issue? Well, they've got like a um, a city-wide manhunt for him yeah. now, haven't they? But uh, he's not dressed as Daredevil. No, that's the problem. Yeah. So... Oh, Star Saxon at this point knows that Matt is Daredevil. Yeah. And he was at the restaurant. So maybe is he going to try and out Matt? Or maybe, oh, no, Star Saxon's going to get to him first, isn't he? He's going to find him in the alley and then, like, take him away and then bribe him with, like, I won't kill Karen uh, or let you die if you do something for me. Oh, you think someone's going to out Daredevil's secret identity? I can't see that uh, ever happening. <laughs> unheard of. Yeah. Well, because at, at this point, I mean, this is start. We haven't seen the last of Star Saxon, and at the moment, he's like the only one that knows. Well, apart from Spider Man, um, <laughs> he's, <laughs> he's the only because everyone's conveniently forgot about that, that like letter yep. that, like, that landed on. <laughs> Uh, um, but at the moment Star Saxon knows who Matt is um, like, and that you know that he's Daredevil and stuff so he's going to use that as leverage isn't he okay um... I think that maybe I think that maybe Karen might be do a little bit of arse kicking in the next issue because she's a little bit like that she's a bit feisty when she's cornered oh. and he's well Star Saxon's blatantly just kidnapped her so yeah He's the Goblin King. 
Yeah, exactly. And she's Toby, the baby. (laughs) (laughs) When the world falls down. Oh, I'd love it if the issue was a musical. Are you ready for your the summary, Vix? Yes. Okay. (laughs) Guest starring Black Panther. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Following an experimental medical treatment, Daredevil is near death. The NYPD and DA Nelson have reached out to Panther as a last resort. He must administer an antidote or Daredevil will die. Black Panther and Dee Dee join forces to rescue Karen from the clutches of Star Saxon. Ooh. <laughs> I thought you'd be happy. What kind of And he's there on the cover. Oh, look at him. So that is next issue, but... We've finished this issue, this issue, this week's issue. I can't speak. This week's issue. Uh, and Emma, as always, was the greatest guest of all. Well, thank don't, you. Let, don't let the other guests <laughs> One of the greatest guests of all time. All of our guests are the greatest guests. That's true. You all share first Yeah. <laughs> So Thank would you, you like to promote anything, Emma, like your blog or anything you've enjoyed this week? Or, um, Well, this week I enjoyed reading Daredevil, as usual. <laughs> um, <laughs> uh, yeah, um, so my blog is uh, daresplaining.tumblr.com, um, uh, so you can find me there. Awesome. Um, and let's see if there's anything, anything else. I can't think of anything. Um Oh, excuse me, I just did both. Good mention. Oh, how shocking. No. <laughs> Your blog is the best. People really need to check it out if you if you haven't. It's it's really good. It's true. Thank you. Marvel, get <laughs> Emma to write, you know, stuff for you. <laughs> Thank you. Do it. <laughs> Hopefully they'll they'll hear that, you know, and do it now. Oh yeah. I'm sure um, they're they're listening. Yeah. Uh, Vix, I forgot to tell you that there might be another couple of guest appearances in the next issue. I'm just going through it, and I was like, ooh. Mm. So hopefully you'll enjoy those. I hope so. Yeah. Uh, so um, we'll be back next week. Da-da. Bye, guys. Bye. Ding, 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 ding. Bye. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks for listening. If you want to send us feedback, you can contact us via Josie's Bar at reactionary-sass.com, on facebook.com at Josie's Bar Podcast, at Instagram or Twitter at Josie's Bar, or on Tumblr at josiesbarpodcast.tumblr.com. You can also call the SAS line 321-710-4947. Our other podcasts and individual social media accounts can be found at reactionary-sass.com.